4: Prime Minister Abe was a champion of
3: democracy and a firm believer that no economy, society, or country can achieve its full potential if women are left behind. I am shocked and devastated by his assassination, a loss for Japan and our world. J.K., this is Assassination Week.
1: Who's
4: assassinating my ex Ex former prime minister of Japan. It's it's assassination week. It is, it is. I I I I would kind of I would somewhat vaingloriously argue the capstone of assassination week. It is the episode about the assassination that started it all. Um, and by by that I mean we are we are we are here talking about the assassination of one Shinzo Abe. Um, th- this is this is going to be a slightly different. Uh, episode both to the rest of the Assassination Week episodes and to the other episode we did on the Assassination of Abe, um, partly because basically the day after, within, within about two days of the our episode, our original episode about the Abe assassination dropping, um, there was confirmation that the reason Abe was killed was because of his connection to an organization called the Unification Church which is, I think, better colloquially known as the Moonies. Um, people might have listened to the very, very long episode I did about it, but yeah, there is there is an enormous amount going on there, and this is something that fortunately we have experts for, and yeah, so, so jo- joining us to talk about this assassination and the Moonies and... Sort of, I don't know, the, the sort of weirdness and the horror around everything that's been happening around this assassination is anti-fascist researcher Elisa Majuba. Yeah, um, Elisa is an a anti-fascist researcher specializing in cults who's working with uh, Deprogramming Imperialism, which is a collective of ex-Moonies who've been documenting just sort of all of the shit the Moonies have been getting up to and trying to get more awareness of really the, the, the just incredible array of awful stuff. That they've been doing, yeah. So Elisa, uh, welcome to the show.
5: Hi, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.
4: Yeah, and thank you, thank you so much for joining us for this. I don't know why I'm saying us as if there's someone other than me (laughs) on this episode and you, but you know, old 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 habits die hard. I guess I guess I've inherited the royal we, which is (laughs) not great. Oh well, so someone will have to assassinate me soon. That's fine.
5: Sometimes it happens. Hope it doesn't happen to you, though. You seem yeah. Poor, so. <laughs> that, would, that would not be the best assassination target, honestly.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. I, I guess the place I think we should start is talking about what we have found out about this assassin in the last sort of few months since this happened, which is that when when the initial police reports came out. There was a bunch of very, very murky stuff about. Basically, the police were like, this wasn't a political killing. It was about some organization. And I think me and you and every single other person who was like even tangentially aware of Japanese politics saw them say like an organization and was like, oh, no, there's like a one in three chances is the Moody's
5: yeah that's yeah i saw like i when they said something about like organization or religious organization i was like
4: yeah i was like hmm
5: i know what that probably is
4: yeah it was yeah wild yeah and and it turns out that okay so the 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 assassin is a man named tetsuya yamagami who was a, a a navy veteran um yeah made a a series of unbelievably based and incredibly wild firearms, with which he assassinated the former prime minister of Japan. What what we've learned since then is that the reason he did this was that his basically like his family and his like life were completely destroyed by his mom falling into this cult and by her. I mean, she 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 gave this cult set, like something like seven hundred thousand dollars
5: yeah like roughly seven hundred and twenty thousand u s dollars
4: yeah like literal like like multiple fortunes like she 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 gave them all of her money and then she sold the company that like she had been running to give them more money yeah. and yeah what 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 basically as best we can tell has happened was that he was he was looking at a way to like get back at the booties um and basically the problem was, he, he. okay, so he didn't want to kill civilians, which I think is admirable, and he couldn't figure out a way to, like, get at any of the, like, individual church leaders, and so he, the thing he decided to do was go after Shinzo Abe, because, as as we're going to get to in a, in a bit, uh, Shinzo Abe, lots of connections with the Unification Church, uh, a thing that all of the people, like, writing glowing obituaries about him, I just, like, incredibly don't want to mention—
5: yeah, it's been left out of a lot of shit.
4: Yeah, and okay, so I, I guess to back up a little bit, um, can for 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 people who sort of don't know what this is, or for people who like may have heard of it but need a refresher, can you talk a bit about what 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 the Unification Church actually is? And yeah, we we can sort of go from there.
5: Yeah, definitely. Okay, so the Unification Church or the Moonies. Uh, They are a quote-unquote new religious movement, or pretty much a cult, you know. Uh, They're very culty. (laughs) They're a cult. Um, And they were started by Sun Myung Moon, who was originally from what is now North Korea. Uh, And so basically this guy, he claims he's the Messiah, uh, has this, uh, originally it started out as like a sex cult, um, under a practice called, I think, picarum, uh, which is basically uh, he was supposed to uh, quote unquote cleanse a woman's like uh, relationship to God by having sex with her. So he assaulted a number of people doing this stuff. Um, and the church over the years has sort of like developed into more of a multinational corporation uh and political movement uh and it has a lot of tools uh, i mean a lot of uh, ties and connections to uh, various governments around the world including japan um and is basically at the end of the day a tool of united states imperialism um there's some pretty pretty direct ties to like the korean cia oh Uh, yeah
4: like (laughs) yeah
5: as well as the u.s cia um so yeah, it's like this big umbrella of like groups, different NGOs, different like businesses, uh, a bunch, it's just a whole conglomeration of things, right? Um, but very extremely virulently anti-communist, uh and you know, involved in some of uh some of the the greatest hits of the last century, like Iran Contra, uh yeah, like, for the I, fascists. I...
4: Yeah, that uh, greatest and, hits for us. <laughs> and and when, when when we say involved in Iran Contra, like okay, there's lots of people who are like sort of involved in Iran Contra. The yeah. Moonies, like there there is a decent there. You can you can make the argument that if the Moonies had not been doing what they were doing in Nicaragua, Iran Contra wouldn't have been able to happen because the civil yeah. war would have ended. Like they like. When, when when I say like when, when we say like like they they were involved in the Iran Contra like they are like on the ground giving people guns and money and keeping like li- yeah. literally keeping guerrilla organizations and like terrorist groups like in the war who wouldn't Directly have been able to otherwise involved. yeah and then and then also yeah. and, and that's that's the thing like they did two Iran Contras right because they they they, yeah. they they did they did the second Iran Contra with like with, with you know when the CIA actually got money but they were also doing the same thing like before that when the yeah. like, in, in the sort of stopgap period where the CIA wasn't able to fund the Contras. So yeah, these guys are. Like, a nice
5: back route for that money and yeah. all the other
4: shit. Yeah. So it, it's yeah, they're very very heavily involved. Like basically anywhere there is an anti-communist death squad, like in the world, you you, you can find the Moonies funding it. Yep. Although, okay, I, I will say much. this weirdly the 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 only one I the only one I haven't directly been able to find is I haven't been able to directly find any evidence that they were. Like that, like specifically, they were helping Pinochet Like, when to say, helping Pinochet. Okay, they 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 were involved in Operation Condor, and they mm-hmm. were like doing shit with that. I haven't found evidence they like directly had any conversations with Pinochet, but that's like, he's like the the only person you can say that about. And he, they probably yeah. did at some point, like, but you know, I like Afredo Strassner. Yeah, like they probably did. Like, I mean, again, like they they were they they were there with Afredo Strassner. They were there with um, what's what's that guy's name? Uh
5: klaus barbie the cocaine oh yeah uh, yeah i I can't i can't can't
4: remember the the name of the guy yeah there there was there was a guy in bolivia who got installed for like a year that he got cooed i can't remember his uh, name right now um is
5: yeah no i i know who you're talking about but i'm also forgetting his name at the moment yeah no
4: he's (laughs) well it's it's funny because he's he's one of these guys where it's like you know i i i i I had a professor i took i took a syrian history class in college right and Mm -hmm. um there i think it's I really should if I was saying this, I really should know the year. But there, 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 there there's a year in like the fifties in Syria where there's like four coups in one year. And there were like two guys who technically speaking had like had control of Syria that he was like, I'm just not even gonna tell you these guys' names because they get overthrown in like two months. And like that's 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 yeah, this guy. Yeah, <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, this is a very sort of very serious and deeply scary like death squad funding machine yeah yeah and that you know has
5: continued to today pretty much so oof
4: yeah and okay i i think like yeah so yeah there's sort of the squad side of it um the other thing i wanted to ask you about is about like what it's like being in the church and what it's like sort of I don't know because I, I I I think I think a big part of of what's happening with this story is Tetsuya Yamagami like basically watching his family get sucked in and not being able to do anything about it. And I, I was wondering if you could talk a bit about yeah, I mean, sort of like what 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 it's like being in the church and then what it's like just sort of watching it destroy people.
5: Yeah. So, um, I was born and raised in the church. Uh, I left when I was around 17. It was not, it was not nice. Um, pretty much everybody I talked to who has also left, uh, feels the burden of this like horrific abuse that we had to endure. Um, it was a bleak time for me. Uh, you know, there's just so much pressure put on members to follow leadership, to do out outrageous amounts of fundraising. They have a a bunch of these fundraising teams, right. And they'll, they'll go out and they'll sell things and live in a van, uh, occasionally stopping at like different church centers um, to like, uh, you know, sleep for the night or whatever. They don't eat well, uh they don't get enough sleep you know like you're constantly around other people basically like all all of the methods of psychological torture you can do on a person right um which was you know pretty standard throughout the whole movement um now i was lucky enough not to go on any of these fundraising teams cuz i left before um that could happen <laughs> but um i still you know definitely feel like the psychological you know Fallout from that, and it's something I'll be healing f- with, uh, healing from for the rest of my life. Um, yeah. yeah, so like, there's, there's like no accountability for leadership. They can do whatever they want, but everybody else in the church, you know, uh, has to follow what Moon and the regional or national leadership says, or the uh, the 36 plus couples who are like some of Moon's original followers. Uh, it, there's it's like extremely hierarchical. Uh, there's a lot of racism within the group, uh, a huge amount of sexism that is like, you know, directly tied into their um their belief system because uh, the the fall of man, according to the Moonies, was Eve having sex with Satan and then having sex with um Adam and spreading that sin. Um so just like very inherently misogynistic, extremely homophobic and transphobic movement just all around like so much sexual repression, like you're not supposed to hold hands, kiss, do anything before marriage. Right. And then it's only that person. Well, of course, Moon, you know, didn't, didn't like, this didn't apply to him at all. He could sleep with anybody's wife pretty much. Um, so yeah, it was just altogether a very intense environment, uh, just so much indoctrination, uh, going into the heads of the people who are part of it. Um, yeah just altogether shitty group yeah (laughs) um yeah so for me i i went away to school in another state when i was 14 um it got me like you know the physical distance as well as like the space and time to actually think and reflect on uh what was going on and then i started doing some research online because i was like well maybe what people are saying about it is true maybe it is a cult um and i came across this the tragedy of the six marys which was you know moon uh assaulting a bunch of women. Uh and that sort of like made me just, you know, it sort of brought it to a head because I had like, you know, seen for the longest time how leadership was treated versus how regular members had to live in like poverty. Um, but they got like big mansions and like nice things, nice cars, expensive watches, uh, but everybody else had to like give all their money to the church and, you know, was were like terrorized. Um and uh, then eventually I I was like, I think I have to go. I like I had been through the process of like meeting the mystical or the uh, the evil other, which, you know, like people outside of the church are you know, they're fallen. They're like, you know, basically they have original sin. So they're kind of evil. Right. Um, and gotten to know more people, um, queer people who were just like a hugely demonized uh, group of people within the UC um and here i am today i'm super queer um but like that like hell yeah uh but like getting to know people and actually seeing you know like oh my god what they're saying these people are not evil they're normal they're human they are just different from straight people i don't know uh that to me also made like a huge difference um and then when I was 17, uh, I went to another school and I was like, I want to get laid. I've had enough of this. <laughs> so <laughs> I went out and did that. And that felt like, you know, once I finally lost my virginity, it felt like sealing the deal. I'm like, if I have to go to hell now, okay. And it was cool because God didn't like immediately smite me where I where I was <laughs> in bed at that point. Like I lived and I'm here to tell the tale. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's how I left.
4: <laughs> that rules. I don't have any right <laughs> like, Yeah. <it's> like, <laughs> this is uh, this is much more gay of a story than I was expecting, which is all which is yeah. always a good thing.
5: <laughs> yeah. of it, it, it,
4: it reminds me a lot of like the stories of sort of like of people leaving like the really right-wing like evangelical was reminds me it, like a lot of it reminds me of quiverful but like yeah more intense i think well it's like like i think like like the the, the level of i don't know i guess the level of separation
5: yeah it's I think a lot seems more a lot isolated more, yeah than quiverful. they seem to be at least sort of like integrated into like other communities and stuff whereas the moonies i don't know like there's definitely like people have friends outside of it but like generally like people kind of keep to the moonies because you know they're supposed to be like god's chosen people or whatever so they yeah and they like look down on everyone else because they're not moonies <laughs> so yeah. yeah
4: it is it's, it's also interesting to me that like, lit- like literally the term is just the evil other which is yeah, just uh, really so
5: i don't think that's a literal term but like that's how i sort of phrase mm. it or whatever but yeah or just like fallen people would be. Or the fallen mm. world. The outsiders is what they would say. So just this very, you know, like, very, uh, like, stigmatizing language that they use for people. Lots of people are just called evil in the church, too. They just call people evil, like willy-nilly. It's like, oh, you're satanic. Like, no, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> not that.
4: I don't know how to get a good tradition into this. Yeah, we're we're going to ads. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I wanted to also talk about specifically one, one of the things that the church does and one of the things like the, the, the sort of sp- one of the specific things that Tetsuya Yamagami Yamagami seems to have been suffering from and well, specifically his mom, but his sort of whole family is the financial abuse. Yeah. And yeah, I, I wanted to ask you a bit about what that looks like and also there's some stuff about the Japanese context that I I think is slightly different than sort of the American or the Korean context. And I wanted to ask you a bit about that.
5: Yeah, definitely. So uh, across the board, uh, unification church members are expected to bring in a lot of money through fundraising, through tithing, uh, providing free labor uh, or, you know, low paid labor uh, through church businesses and stuff. Um, So, The case is, though, that in Japan, because of the rhetoric of the church, which is, you know, basically born out of, uh, you know, the uh, environment um, in Korea. uh, So there's basically this thought in the church that they say uh, that Korea is the Adam Nation uh, because that's where uh, you know, the Messiah came back, Mm -hmm. uh, South Korea and, um, and that Japan is the Eve nation supposed to submit to the Adam nation, Mm -hmm. um, and also sort of pay indemnity, which is a big word in the church and, uh, for the atrocities committed during the Japanese occupation of Korea. Um, and so this means that Japanese members have to pay significantly more for pretty much everything, Um, so there's, it's like just, uh, you know, like instead of like a type of reparations where it's like, you know, we'll give you money. It's like, they make them suffer for, uh, that fact. And, uh, so like, you know, fundraising goals are very high. Um, let me see. I think I had a figure here somewhere. Um, uh, Yeah, so uh, Japanese membership, they bring in roughly like 70% of the church's income. Uh, So a large amount for, you know, like proportionally not, you know, there are a lot of members in Japan, however, throughout the world, that is like proportionally, you know, where most of it comes from. Um, And then as of several years ago, uh, the Japanese church fundraising goal was uh, 30 billion yen or around 210 million uh, for that year, I believe. So uh, just, you know, and so they, they go out selling uh, ancestor liberation is one thing. Uh, you're supposed to pay uh, exorbitant fees for your ancestors to go to heaven. Um, it, there was a book called the chansung and that book was extremely expensive and, of course, much more expensive for members in Japan. Um I think I read a figure where I think I don't remember what year it was and it was not very recent. I think it might've been like 1992 or something or 2002 or something. I'm not sure, but it cost like roughly like 200,000 American dollars to go to the marriage ceremony. The one of the mass weddings that the Moonies do where everybody is arranged marriage, (laughs) arranged married. (laughs) Um, And so Yeah, just, like, these huge amounts of money uh, directly flowing from the pockets of the membership uh, and anyone they happen to, you know, have give them money uh, into the coffers of the church and, you know, directly on up to, like, the Moon family, who are billionaires. Um, Another thing I would say here is that uh, they uh, often... Uh, So for people who that they're trying to fundraise from, uh, they often will target like elderly widows and uh, people who are, you know, in sort of precarious places and come to them and say, your family member who's passed away wants you to give this donation to the church. Uh, They also like at one point made up like a fake Buddhist sect in order to like specifically target people. So it goes deep. There's a there's a lot to that.
4: Yeah, I mean, like one of the things I remember reading though was like, like, yeah, they they had like this whole network of like fake mediums, yeah. Would like like specifically to target people, yeah. To target the sort of widows, which is like, I don't know, I, I just so so much of the stuff that they do is just so incredibly bleak. Like, I think, yeah. I mean, th- the thing that always that got me was the sort of like, like the 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 the, the way in which they're sort of weaponizing like like Japan's sort of war crimes in in South Korea and North Korea as well. And it's like, it's like, A, on the one hand, like, yeah, like, A, all this money is just going to like a bunch of like two rich fascists. And then B, and I think this is something else we can sort of get into is like, okay, so the the church's main political allies in Japan are the people who did all that shit.
5: (laughs) Yup. Yup. So yeah no it's just a constant deflection pretty much
4: yeah and i mean it's interesting too because like you, you, get, you get this like so some of the newspapers they fund will like openly say that like japan should rearm again and like yeah. japan should like start retaking korea and then like you have the, the other arm of their business being like hey pay us money for all the people you guys killed and it's just i don't know it's
5: yeah it's yeah pretty
4: (laughs) fucked it's the worst it's
5: honestly yeah
4: (laughs) yeah and i i guess i guess yeah well i i think i think this is as good a place as i need to go into like okay so the moody's like could not do the things that they do in japan without an incredibly large degree of institutional support um part of this is sort is with the yakuza because like you can't run like you 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 can't do organized crime stuff like att- like running an entire network of people to defraud widows, like in in Japan without the Akaza like you having some kind of deal with them, yeah and yeah and 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 that that also bizarrely ties in with sort of how how the Unification Church got integrated with the sort of mainstream. Well, yeah, you know, I'm just gonna call them the mainstream. Like, fuck it. Pe- pe- yeah. pe- pe- people, people, people will quibble about the different factions of the LDP. Uh, I, frankly, don't care for reasons that we'll get to. But yeah, how how, how they got like in yeah, I guess we talked talking about like the, the origins of how they got ingrained with Japan's like perpetual ruling party, the Liberal Democratic Party. Yeah. Um.
5: Oh, sorry. Were you? Were you asking oh me yeah, yeah, that? yeah. I mean, I can oh, okay. also I can also, right, I can also so go sorry. into it too,
4: but yeah, no worries. <laughs> yeah,
5: okay, yeah. Sorry, I, I wasn't sure that was a question. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, so yeah, it goes all the way back to uh, like. So it goes it goes back pretty far. So Nobusuke Kishi, uh, Abe's maternal grandfather. Uh, so he, uh, initially became sort of embroiled with the UC kind of stuff, uh, unification church stuff, uh, in the early days, uh, of when the movement, um, was in Japan, uh, he collaborated on stuff like, the foundation for victory over communism, uh, spoke at their, uh, the founding of the organization at a UC church, which was, I think, uh, next to Kishi's estate or something like that.
4: Yeah. And I, I think, Uh, I think, I think think he (laughs) sold them their first building in Japan, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, I think so if, too. If, if, yeah. if I'm re- remembering something that I read <laughs> um at one point right.
5: Yeah. So um so yeah, and then uh in 62 the UC was able to convert 50 leaders of the ultra uh Nichiren Buddhist uh sect cult sect called oh gosh, I don't know how to pronounce this. Ryocho Koseikai. Uh, and they had a lot of strong yakuza connections. Um, and then uh, Asami Kuboki was the first Yuse president in Japan. Uh, he was the yakuza lieutenant and second in command of that group that I had just mentioned. Um, yeah, and
4: and the, the the other thing we should mention about this about the sort of how the yakuza ties yeah. go is that. So okay, so Nobusuke Kishi is the guy who founds the liberal democrat the Liberal Democratic Party, right? Like he, the mm-hmm. Liberal Democratic Party is his creation. It is, is the, like w- what that party is is all of Japan's conservatives basically like ba- basically ceding to his authority and being like, okay, fine, we're gonna follow your lead. Um, and his his party is like his base and his funding is basically a combination of like I mean, he he like Kishi himself is is a, a like arch World War II war criminal. Um, his his base is basically in the old Japanese fascists. He yeah. is funded by, like, well, partially funded, like, funded directly by the CIA. Um, yeah. He's also funded by, but the C, the CIA in particular here is working through the Yakuza because one of that's one of the sort of the the will, like Willerby and the sort of like well, Willerby's will technically not CIA, but yeah, the, basically American intelligence. And the American army starts working through the Yakuza as like an anti communist um,
5: yeah.
4: force and. He he gets bankrolled by this these two guys named Kodama and um, Sasakawa. Rayuichi, yeah, Sasakawa, who are yeah. like ba- K- Kodama is like like the like basically like the guy who is in charge of the yakuza. He's also a fascist. Um, Ryuichi Sasakawa is the self like literally called himself the world's richest fascist. And yep. both of these guys are like huge bankrollers of. Of Kishi, they are also, and you know, and when when, when Kishi is like bringing in the church, like th- this, this is how this is this is how all these people have have yakuza connections because, yeah, it's it's, it's the, the 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 whole sort of Japanese right wing like political machine is like one like happy family that is doing doing the worst stuff all together at the same time, funded by the CIA. Yep. And like, and also, I I I need to say this. I, I said this is my episode about Kishi, but like, like the level of CIA involvement here, like there there are individual CIA agents assigned to individual Liberal Democratic Party candidates in the fifties to make sure they won their elections.
5: I did not it, know that bit. That is,
4: it's wild. Yeah. Wow.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so specific. Wow. Like, yeah. That's,
4: yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah concerning things concerning things (laughs) oh god um but yeah so like yeah to this day a lot of ldp candidates and politicians still have ties to the uc get donations from it uh use like membership as like free labor uh even like having secretaries uh from who are members of the uc and uh like you know sometimes they would you know see like some sort of like classified or you know uh, information and stuff like that so there's yeah there's like apart from like that like just so interconnected
4: yeah do, 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 you, do you remember the story about the the ldp's like number two guy like getting getting moon to be able to visit japan
5: ah uh, sorry i don't
4: oh god okay so the, the my my memory of this story was okay so like <laughs> J- J- Japan has a series of really weird laws about like, I mean, okay, Japan has a series of very weird laws about many many things. One of them has to do with it, it's something like if you've been convicted of a felony in another country, you can't enter Japan. Mm-hmm. And I I, I, don't, I don't know if it's I, okay. I don't know if it's a felony. I don't I don't know what the I for, I'm forgetting what the legal bar is for what you have to be like convicted of in order to not be able to enter the country. But I like Moon is a I uh, like he, he 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 like he 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 was like convicted by the U.S. government of like perjury and a bunch of other shit because <laughs> of the crimes that he did, and so he he like technically legally could not enter Japan, and then like the 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 the, the vice president of um an vice president oh my god I can't remember his title but basically like what like basically like the 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 like the the like. The, the 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 second most powerful man in Japanese politics in the 90s like very specifically did a whole bunch of visa bullshit so that specifically moon could go to Japan legally
5: not surprising not surprising but wow
4: <laughs> yeah it, it's like
5: yeah. <laughs> um the lengths people will go to to collaborate with other fascists
4: yeah and I, I, I think that's that's i don't know that's to me what makes this assassination really interesting is that, like, okay, so if if you ask, like, and even, even, like, in Japan, if you had asked the average person what the connection between, like, Shinzo Abe and Edification Church was, like, most people have no idea, like, before this assassination, most people had, like, no idea what that was. Yeah, yeah. After the assassination, this, the whole landscape has changed, um... Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it it's it's been really interesting to watch. It's like it, this this really seems like an incredibly sort of politically effective assassination because yeah, okay. So you know, you 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 had there was there was you know you had the very the initial right wing backlash, but the right wing backlash kind of it, it it got kind of muted when it when it became clear that it like wasn't a left wing radical, which I think would have actually been an, an enormous disaster. Yeah, but then but since yeah, the guy
5: was Yamagami was pretty right wing himself.
4: Yeah, it's like he's a right wing guy, and all, but also like his story is really sympathetic. Yeah, like yeah, I mean,
5: I yeah. feel for the guy. Like yeah. he had so much trauma in his life, honestly, and like it's obvious. Like, and I think you know a lot of uh, former members, you know, sort of understand how that feels. Uh, Now, most of us have been assassinated a prime minister, but...
3: (laughs) (laughs) So far.
5: (laughs) So far. But yeah, like, I mean, we understand that pain of where he is coming from and, like, you know, why upon learning that Abe had these ties, he sort of, like, felt, like, compelled to do something.
4: Yeah, and, and I think... The, the, I mean, I, th- there's also this element at work here that's kind of weird, which is like, okay, it, it's very, very hard normally to get, like, right-wing Japanese people to turn on their own party. Uh, the one way that you can do it is by going, hey, look at these Koreans. Mm, so yeah. there's, like, weird dynamics going on here like yeah. there were some there were some like even further right parties who were like you know using this thing as a campaign thing of like ah this party is like a fake right wing party like they're all being run by like Koreans and it's like okay well, that's like not like the thing that is bad about the moonies is not that they are korean it's that it's all of the other shit that yeah. they do yep. yeah and, and, I, and i think that's complicated but also yeah like the 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 the, the political impact this has had has been like enormous Yes. Like, yeah. Do you want, to, you want to talk about that a bit?
5: Yeah. So, um, so, okay. Obviously it has shined a lot of light on sort of the connections that a, a lot of, uh, members of the government there have from the LDP, um, as well as other parties, uh, have with the UC getting donations, et cetera. Um, people are pissed about it, you know, as they should be. So, I guess that uh, uh, Prime Minister Kishida uh, had said that they want to cut ties with the Unification Church at this point. Uh, You know, it sort of remains to be seen whether that actually happens or not, because it could easily just be like lip service kind of shit. Um, But the uh, politicians uh, and I'm not sure if this is specifically for the LDP or sort of across the board. Um, there's like a, a thing where they're supposed to self report any ties or donations to the UC, which is just, you know, like, I don't know, like I don't think everybody's going to come forward with that sort of thing. Yeah, if you're supposed to do it yourself, that's like not how that should work. But um, so, I mean, like it, it, it remains to be seen, you know, if those ties are actually going to be cut. Um so also like there has been sort of like, uh, a, a, a lot of support from, uh, like lawyer groups, like the national network of lawyers against spiritual sales, um, who has, you know, worked, uh, with, you know, cult members and like specifically a lot of unification church members or, uh former members or whatever who have uh you know lost money uh through spiritual sales um and they've also just recently called for the dissolution of the uc in japan uh, which is pretty cool and i hope that happens i don't know how realistic it is uh given like all of the strong ties to the government but that would be cool um and then also uh I saw a thing a couple days ago uh that Japanese consulates and embassies have a program oh, yeah, that yeah. is offering advice or assistance uh to UC members who are Japanese nationals or and their children. Um and that ends on September 30th, I think. So if anybody needs that, get in fast. Um, but I think that also applies in America. So if like you are a Japanese national and like a victim of the UC, or if your parents are uh a they, those that open and I don't know exactly what the levels of support uh or resources they're offering are, uh, but it's worth looking into for sure. Um, but yeah, like so there's been like sort of this outpouring of support from various groups, and there's you know, like it's really shining a light on the issue of like especially what it's like to be a second-generation member of a cult and the trauma that. People like us have gone through um you know there are definitely a lot of calls for like support and mental health care as well as like you know ways to sort of get people out of situations like that in the first place um yeah
4: yeah i i don't know i i i i i, I hope this translates into actual resources and stuff I hope so more too. than yeah, just sort of, like, the LDP's approval ratings tanking. Yeah. Which, like, right. is good, and, like, it is f- very funny that Kishida's had to axe, like, half his cabinet, <laughs> because the ties yeah. were, like, too close, but, yep. yeah, I don't know, I I, th- I think it, it remains- Although yeah. he
5: remains in power, and he's oh, got yeah. ties, to you see, too, yep, interesting. Yeah. Yep. So it's like, you know, clearly there's not a lot, like, even if people are, like, having a little bit of like the smallest level of transparency about this stuff. Like I, I don't necessarily know how far it'll actually go into like, you know, making amends or like protecting people from further abuse or, you know, getting people their money back. I don't know.
4: I, I, I think there's a, there's something I think that's, that's really sort of, I don't know. Like, really grim about the way that this worked out which said the japanese police knew what was going on and why the assassination had happened like immediately Mm -hmm. like they found his hard drive and he'd written out a whole thing about why he did it yeah and then they intentionally held the information and basically were able to maintain a press embargo until after the election happened
5: yeah. Yeah. And,
4: you know, now everyone fucking hates the LDP. Like, the, the, the prime minister's approval rating is like 36%. Like, it's really bad. I mean, it went from like 50, it went from like 52 to like 36 in like a couple of weeks. But because the people who are, people who are connected to the church are the people in charge, they were able to like suppress this information long enough to like shape how the election was going to go. Yeah. And make sure that it was sort of like the right wing shock from, oh my God, there's assassinated the prime minister. And not right. the, wait they assassinated the prime minister for a reason that's like incredibly justified and relatable to like it th- th- this is as relatable of a motive of assassination as like I've ever seen,
5: yeah, I mean it's <laughs> like as far as reasons for assassinating people go, this is a pretty like solid reason like there's yeah. there's stuff there,
4: yeah, and like and i th- I think it's just like like it's it's interesting this like it's this rare assassination. Where the assassin is, is is a very empathetic figure to, like, I I I th- I think a lot of the time when you get people doing stuff like this, like, it's there there's a sort of like one to one correlation with like, okay, like how 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 do you feel about sort of like, like how how do you feel about assassination in general is going to like determine your dictate like determine your sort of response to the actual action, yeah. Whereas I think here. It's different because you know like that yeah this 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 is someone who, yeah, I mean, I keep saying that he's sort of like eminently relatable, but it's like yeah this is this is someone who i don't know has been through just an incredible amount of trauma in a way that's like very easily sort of digestible to like regular people,
5: yeah, it's like yeah, very obvious trauma, and like you know. Yeah, I don't know.
4: It's And I, I, I really hope that that, that that really does actually translate it to resources for mental health resources, because...
5: I do, too. I feel like, as well as mental health resources, I hope there are, like, you know, financial resources and, yeah, you know, yeah. like, all sorts of other resources as well, because, like, dealing with the fallout of, you know, having been in, a like, a cult is incredibly difficult and requires a lot of space and time, and a lot of people are, you know, left with, like, PTSD after that, and it'll last for your whole life. And that makes, you know, for a lot of people, that makes, you know, having m- getting money and doing job things extremely hard, especially, you know, if you're like getting like emotionally like thrown back into that all of the time. Um, so I-, I hope there are like more, you know, like material resources that are also available in addition yeah. to uh, in sort of like mental health care and therapy things. Is that something that I feel like is all too often just not there for people who have been through abuse?
4: Yeah. And, and I think also th- there's, there's this way in which like, like a lot of this, like in, insofar as there's any kind of like support network, like in the U S and this is also true of Japan to, I maybe, a I don't know. The Japanese welfare state's not great, but yeah, like there, there's an extent to which like the sort of like last safety net you have is your family, mm-hmm. and you know, like this is this is the kind of thing that can very easily cut you off from your family, and that that has you know, I mean that that has emotional consequences, but like yeah, that that has enormous financial consequences that yeah, really don't like. I don't know. It, it it I I when when I was originally doing research on this, like I I read a lot of sort of like people arguing about like deprogramming stuff, and it like mm-hmm. they just didn't talk about like that kind of stuff, and it was always just sort of like I don't know. It struck me as really weird and a sort of like grotesque and detached way to think about it, instead of like.
5: Yeah. So yeah, it depends on like what type of care it is too, because honestly, deprogramming is another cult. It is another cult. It's like an anti-cult cult. cult. And um, it just, you know, it it re-traumatizes those who are already traumatized. And honestly, like people who... Have been deprogrammed, sometimes leave, but a lot of the time it just increases their fervor for being part of whatever movement they're a part of already. Um, because they're like, oh, if this is, you know, like what everybody's gonna do to me if I leave, like, of course I gotta stick with this. Cause, you know, then like it's like every what they've been saying the whole time about, you know, being persecuted and like hurt and stuff, then becomes true, right? Yeah, I guess that's the thing I would say about like. Uh, that's my disclaimer about deprogramming uh and though the collective we are a part of is called deprogramming imperialism that is because the only thing that needs to be deprogrammed really is imperialism and not people because that's not how that works
4: uh yeah deradicalization
5: radicalization requires a lot of trust a lot of time a lot of space a lot of reflection uh it's not something that you know you can just like go and like lock somebody in a basement for two weeks and then like m- try to make them leave Whatever movement they're part, of. like that's that's just abuse.
4: Yeah, I I think like it. I I don't know. I I, th- I think it's it's as an industry, it's not as sort of like powerful as it used to be. But I, I think like yeah. I don't know. It it, it it there's 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 a sense in which it's sort of like I don't know. It almost it almost has like civil war logic, where it's like yeah. both bo- both sides deed the other side as mm-hmm. sort of their like reason to exist yeah and you know so like in both you know on both 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 sides are sort of traumatizing people and both sides indeed like like they're, they're they're specifically fighting over the same like group of people and each of them can sort of like offer the other side as like oh hey this is why we need to exist thing but then it's like you know it, it, like at, like as with like most civil wars it's like the actual people caught in it don't it's like no you don't actually need you don't want either side of the civil war you want out
5: yeah yeah no it's definitely it's definitely one of those like oh you're stuck between a rock and a hard place kind of things it's like both options suck like yeah like the two-party system <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Yep>.
4: <laughs> god <laughs> stalin Stalin said two good things in his entire two things that were like funny in his entire life one of them was the pope how many divisions does he have and the second one was they're both worse <laughs> and they're i mean admittedly he was wrong about they're both worse but like yeah that's a that's a that's a real thing that is the basis of all modern politics honestly that is honestly we'd hate to see
5: hate to see it yeah. Yep. On on the,
4: on the other hand though, I don't know, like eh, I I I am kind of hopeful about this. Like it, I am too. It 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 genuinely seems to have like changed like at at, at the very least it's, it's changed the way that the Japanese public like sees and understands this whole thing. And like this is the first time I think ever that there I mean like you know, like the Communist Party and stuff have been trying for like years to get people to care about this. Just no one has really cared since, like, I don't know, like basically, like since, since the Japanese left collapsed in like the 70s. Like nobody's really cared about this, and I don't know. It 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 really seems like something. Like it it really seems like this assassination has actually changed something about just sort of like the the like just the 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 way that Jap- the Japanese politics is being structured right now. Yeah, And I don't know, I'm moderately hopeful. I, I would know.
5: say I am too. I mean, like the more light that is shed on this, I think the better. And like, unfortunately, weird things happened. But uh, I feel like if there's any chance for some sort of um, some sort of, you know, across the board or even in certain areas, just specifically any sort of like, uh, justice that the amount of public attention on this now is, you know, potentially something that could help bring something like that about. So I, I don't, it's been, it's been like sort of a weird ride for, for us ex-members, um, With all of that just sort of like re-traumatizing to see everything happen um but at the end of the day i think a lot of us are hopeful that things can change now that people know about it because you know before that it wasn't something that was ever really talked about
4: Groups like this thrive on this sort of weird combination of like operating in the shadows and also when they show up, it's through their own PR stuff.
5: Yeah, yep, and, yep. And,
4: you know, sometimes the best way to break that apparently is you shoot someone who was like, <laughs> you, 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 you shoot a guy who, they, who was working for them. And yeah, I don't know.
5: I mean, yeah, I feel like Yamagami sort of, managed to at least you know he he did what he he did a thing and it has had sort of I've probably some of the impact that he uh imagined it would so i, I don't honest, know
4: like, yeah like honestly like i f- f- from from what i've read of his stuff like i i think this went better than he expected it like it could possibly have gone yeah like he he seemed like really really sort of just like had abandoned all hope yeah, and I don't know. I mean, I like. I guess the the other thing that I I really hope out of this comes out of this is that like you don't have to have people like destroying their lives a second time in yeah. sort of like just out of the incredible desperation of what they've been through.
5: Right. Yeah, preventing any of that would be optimal. Yeah. Yeah. Because the you know the more that the longer the unification church operates, the more people will be abused and the more violence will come out of it. Like maybe this is the most high profile, like recent bit of violence that's come out of the movement. uh, But it's not unprecedented in any way. So, you know, it's like, that's what happens when people are abused.
4: Yeah. And 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 I I think it's also worth just sort of like reminding people that, one of the sort of so the, the church is sort of splintered into various factions um yeah a lot of the people well okay a trump trump gave a speech at like the at at an event of the mainline church uh a bunch of like so one of the other guys like one, one of the other splinter factions had a bunch of people at january 6th so yeah, rod
5: of iron ministries or yeah uh, sanctuary church and those are those are the guys who had the uh the uh, AR-15 gun blessing ceremony a few years ago that made the rounds where they wore bullet crowns in their robes and they had the guns and uh, they've also got land in in Pennsylvania and Tennessee and also in Waco, Texas where they're basically preparing people for war with what Sean Moon has described as something akin to the globalist deep state Marxists Uh, I don't know if those are his exact words but it was something like that Uh, So they're, you know, like they're, they have an active militia. They're preparing for war. That is what the rod of iron is for them. That is the gun.
4: Um, Yeah. And and these, these are the, if if I remember my, my stuff on this, right. This is the faction that owns car arms, right?
5: Yes, they do. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So they have a gun manufacturer now. Okay. Like if Robert were here, Robert would probably start quibbling with me about how good, like the uh, quibbling with me about the actual quality of the weapons they produce. But like, Mm -hmm. Okay. But they
5: have them. They have
4: they 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 they, they have a weapons manufacturing base, yeah. which is terrifying.
5: Yeah, and they make the Trump gun because of course they're all super pro-Trump, yeah, very like patriot, uh a lot of QAnon overlap there. And actually Rod of Iron Ministries uh in in Japan has been helping organize QAnon events. Um and yeah, so like there was also and uh, so basically the relationship between Rod of Iron and the mainline you see is super tense. Uh, Sean Moon and a couple of his other brothers basically want their mother dead. And who is she's the, you know, the head of the mainline church right now. Um, and not just dead, but like specifically beheaded. Um, so there was a, an event uh, recently over the summer. I think it was like the end of June where uh, Sean was. Uh, gosh, I forget. I, I forget where he was in Japan, um, but basically, he was sort of like railing at the audience for supporting his mother, Hak Jahan. Uh, and then when people spoke up in defense of her, they were literally like physically thrown out of the room. Um, it was yeah. super intense. Yeah, there's
4: there's footage of it. It is.
5: Yeah. Whew. Yeah, it's it's a really. In- fucking intense moment um yeah and he's like they're saying she had like sex with a demon or something like that and had fallen and like, all of this you know got like I don't know I, sometimes I, I watch a bit of the guy's speeches just because I'm like I want to know what the fuck they're up to yeah um and I, first of all it seems like he might do a lot of cocaine which would not be unprecedented I mean, given the moonies and all of their <laughs> drug smuggling and shit
4: well no, I mean we, we have like <laughs> What was his name? I, uh, oh God, I'm blanking on the name of what, 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 what one of his other sons was like, was like literally spending like a shell corporations, uh, like net income amounts, like per month on cocaine at one point. Like
5: was that Hyojin possibly? I, th- I, th- th- I think, I think it was.
4: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, th- I think it was Hyojin. Yeah. And he's also an enormous abusive piece of shit.
5: Uh,
4: yeah. Yeah. Uh, it sucks. huh. <laughs> Yeah. People are all, well, okay, that's not true. The, the people who are still actively involved in the church and who didn't break themselves out and flee, like, the first opportunity they got are, like, enormous pieces of shit.
5: Yeah, I mean, because, like, even at the end of the day, if they're not specifically doing anything that, like, directly harms somebody, they're giving money to these institutions that do and to people who do and giving them support and, you know, reinforcing all of that shit. And then you know. Yeah,
4: I mean, I, I, most of them I, I, are just I,
5: shitty in general too. So. Yeah, like
4: <laughs> I, I, I also like I specifically also about like, yeah, the the uh, there the, there were a couple of people who like got forcibly married into the family, Who yeah. like left, and I I don't I I do not want people to get the, to get the impression that I think they're bad because they're not like they got, yeah, really horrible stuff happened to them. They were able to escape, right. and that's good. But also jesus christ like oh yeah yeah
5: and that's the thing that it's like sometimes hard to talk to like you know childhood friends or my family who's still involved um because i feel like it's like you know if you're supporting this group you're implicitly supporting fascism and murder and death squads and rape and all of these awful things um and you know (laughs) a lot of members don't know that those bits of history about the church. Um But if anyone who is listening is in the UC, I would definitely say to look those things up because they are all over the place.
4: Yeah. Uh, okay. So sp- specifically yeah, a read inside the league by yeah. Scott and Lee Anderson. Uh, okay. I, 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 I will f- say this.
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: They're, it, it It is kind of hard to read because uh, these people are journalists. They're not normally book authors, and the idea of starting at the beginning of a story and then moving through to the end of it is like an entirely foreign concept to them. So <laughs> it, it is constantly jumping around between 16 million things. But yeah, there is a lot of there's a lot of very good stuff in there.
5: Yeah, and- it's a, an incredible resource. Uh, I would also suggest, uh, reading, uh, the, there's like a, uh, a bunch of articles that Robert Parry, uh, did from his consortium news about the UC, uh, and like stuff back in the day on it. Um, I would also say, check out how well do you know your moon? Uh, that's another great resource has a lot of, uh, you know, like links and direct, uh, citations of a bunch of documents and shit, uh, all good stuff uh also i would plug uh john gorenfeld's book
4: um oh it's called uh it's, it's bad, bad moon rising
5: bad moon rising yeah. yes yes yeah john is uh, great there's... he yeah it's it's another really
4: good book on that um yeah i think there, there a, a new edition came out like very recently yeah so um, i think he yeah. has
5: it actually a pdf of it or something for free on his website yeah. um yeah uh, and then another book I would suggest is uh, *Gifts of Deceit* about the Tongson Park scandal and Korea Gate. Yeah. Another good one.
4: God, yeah. <sighs> the, th- the thing about the mood is like, there's just like entire like, there's entire genres of like crime that they do that like doesn't even like make most accounts of them because they're doing too much other crime.
5: Yeah, literally. There's just so much crime to... for. There's They've just done so much that it's hard to keep track of everything because yeah, and this, they literally have a million shell corporations and they literally do things under different names and in different places and in different types of atrocities that it's like, how are you supposed to keep up with all this? That's why they do it that way, because you're not supposed to. But
4: Yeah, I mean, it is... I don't know, it, like, I... I, I Figuring out how intelligence operations work is like easier than like trying to untangle this shit. It's-
5: yeah, honestly, like the that that stuff was you know a little more on the nose. It's like oh yeah, clearly this is like a joint psychological operation and other like you know back channels for money and trafficking things and people and stuff. But then it's like oh god, what company owns what and how much do they make and like where do they move their money around? It's just like yeah I don't know that's that side is like <laughs> how do I navigate this? yeah so i I am extremely fortunate to be a part of a group of people who's working on this stuff now. um you know we're gonna I, what we're going to try to do is sort of make like a unification church Wikipedia kind of thing uh so that we have like all of it in one place and then you know potentially down the line, maybe do like a people's history of the unification church or something like that, yeah. Um, But in the meantime, we're just compiling a bunch of information.
4: Yeah. Are are there ways people can support you and uh, also can support deprogramming imperialism in this, the work you all have been doing?
5: Yeah. So I have a Patreon. uh, It's Alisa Majoub, A-L-I-S-A-M-A-H-J-O-U-B. You can follow me on Twitter at Alisa underscore Majoub, same spelling. Uh, Deprogramming Imperialism has a Twitter. uh, It is since deprogramming imperialism was not, was too long to put in <laughs> as a username. Uh, the one we are using is no more cults, which is no underscore more underscore cults. Um, and then we have a Instagram as well under deprogramming imperialism. I believe let me
4: double check. Yeah, and we will, we will put uh, links to all this stuff in the show notes
5: yeah awesome cool 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 yeah it's due programming imperialism just just together together words i sorry (laughs) my brain is just not working (laughs) 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 the words are smashed together there's no space that's that's there we go i did it
4: (laughs) yeah well i i I think i think i think that's going to be all for us today um Thank you so, so much for joining us.
5: Thank you for having me. I really appreciate this. And hopefully, you yeah. know, this will just have help more people to sort of like understand what's going on there and sort of the history of the UC and uh, as well as, you yeah. know, maybe shine some light on the Abe assassination. And, uh, you know, the more people who know about this, the better, I think. Um, so I really appreciate being on here because you guys have a pretty big platform. So that means a lot to me.
4: Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm really I'm really really glad that that you came on for this because i don't know like it, it it's it's really like it's really easy to like cover stuff like this and just never actually sort of like get to the human like the actual human impact of it yeah because, yeah and so yeah i'm really glad i was able to talk to you
5: thank you i yeah I'm, I'm glad i was able to talk to you because that it was fun it was fun it was informative and um, we're getting the word out. We're doing it. We're doing the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Feels good. It Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. June 30th, 2024. WORK.